Hey there, future friends. This week, we have to pack for a wedding. We have to get ready for school. And what do you bring when you get abducted? This is the week of July 22nd, 2022, and you are listening to Future Flicks with Billiam. Welcome to the show, everyone. It is another week, and thus, by the process of elimination, more movies are coming out, and here I am to tell you all about them. Quick recap of what the show is about. On this show, I tell you about all of the movies coming out during the week, and I break them up into two categories. The first category is the limited release section. That's any movie that's not getting a nationwide release and also not coming to a major streaming service. Those movies did nothing to catch my eye, and while it doesn't necessarily mean they're bad, it also means that I'm not going to give it a shot. At least not yet. In that section, I tell you what the movie's about, who's in it, oh, and also what it's called, you know, that part. Then we have the wide releases and interesting indies, which is kind of the same, where I tell you what the movie is, what it's about, and who's in it, but then I also definitely give you my thoughts on it. And in that section, I give a score, which I call the Billiams Interest Level Score, a.k.a. the Bill Score, which can go anywhere from a terrible, terrible zero for a very intriguing 11. Well, my future friends, let us jump right into it. Let's not waste another moment and jump right into the limited release section with the first movie called My Old School. In 1993, 16-year-old Brandon Lee enrolled at Bearsden Academy, a secondary school in a well-to-do suburb of Glasgow, Scotland. What followed over the next two years became the stuff of legend. This is a documentary featuring Alan Cumming. Why is he in this? Because Brandon Lee did not want to be shown, like he didn't want his face in the movie, so Alan Cumming is lip-syncing, basically, to this guy's interview. And this could be very interesting. That sounds really weird. And what could this guy have done to warrant such a reaction and to warrant getting a documentary about it? But here's the fact. The trailer played so coy that I didn't get enough information to care. So that's why this is a limited release. Next up is a movie called The Wheel. Albie and Walker, a couple on the verge of divorce, Albie wants out, while Walker wants to make it work no matter the damage. A weekend in the mountains to work through a book that might save the relationship via total brutal honesty. And yes, that last sentence didn't quite work, did it? But I just quoted it directly from IMDb. This stars Amber Midthunder from the cancelled reboot of Roswell called Roswell, New Mexico, and Taylor Gray, who's the voice of Ezra in Star Wars Rebels. So I can't really talk about this movie much because there is no trailer. I could not find one. When you look up this movie online, especially on YouTube, I can only find trailers for The Wheel of Time and for other movies called The Wheel. And the various sources I have for this could not provide a trailer. 
Movie Insider, IMDb, and First Showings, none of them had a trailer. So I am not going to give any thought at all to a movie that doesn't have a trailer. And if they do, it shouldn't be that hard to find it. So I'm going to skip this 100%. Next up is a movie called Bundles. This is another limited release. A schoolgirl's harmless plot for revenge inspires a lucrative business until a group of friends find themselves in a hairy situation. This stars no one of note. So this one could be interesting, but once again, the trailer just didn't do quite enough. So we have this girl who's picked on relentlessly by other kids in her school. And so to get back at the girl that's picking on her, they kind of jump her and then cut her hair off. And then they're like, oh, you know, we accidentally said someone's name during it. So she knows who we are. We have to get rid of it. So they sell the hair to a place that makes wigs for a lot of money. And they're like, hey, we can do this. But I'm guessing it all doesn't go well. So could be interesting, could be something to keep an eye on. But for now, let's pass it up and wrap up the limited section with a movie called Alone Together. Two strangers embroiled in bad relationships wind up in the same upstate New York Airbnb. This stars Katie Holmes from Batman Begins, Jim Sturgis from 21, Derek Luke from Antoine Fisher, Melissa Leo from The Fighter, and Zoja Mamet from The Kids Are Alright. So we have another pandemic movie, and it just looks boring. I, I do like Katie Holmes a lot. This is a good cast, but this movie is just mediocre looking. Uh, even though the acting may be good in it or whatever, there's nothing that tells me why I should want to watch this. Well, my friends, that's it for the limited section. Let us, let's just take the break. I know it's only been five minutes, but let's just take the break, jump into the wide releases and interesting indies, and then I will send you along your way to the other great podcasts you enjoy. Stay tuned. Are you looking for a nerd podcast that touches on every walk of nerd culture? Well, look no further. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is the podcast for you. We cover nerd culture, news, new movie reviews, bad movie reviews, video games, comics, with sprinkles of nerdy nostalgia throughout. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is a flagship podcast of the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Find us on every podcast app or stream it on somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Hi, I'm Lisa. And I'm Robbie. And we host a show called We're, We're Doing, Doing Fine. Fine. We're friends from across the ocean. I'm from Scotland. And I'm from California. Join us every week as we chat about biscuits. You mean cookies. Brexit. Whatever's going on here. Who knows? Almost dying. Why we're single. Popular culture. And basically everything and anything that can distract us from this postmodern hellscape we're all living in. Because we're, we're doing, doing fine. fine. All right, everyone, we're back. We're back with the first wide release and interesting indie with an interesting indie and the only one on the list this week called Shamshera. In the fictitious city of Kaza, a warrior tribe is imprisoned, enslaved, and tortured by a ruthless authoritarian, Shudu Singh. Shamshera is a legend for this tribe who relentlessly fights for his tribe's freedom and dignity. So this is a movie from India. And fun note, I know I don't do that section about streaming a lot, but... If you are looking for something new and interesting to watch on streaming, you could check out RRR on Netflix. It's a very fun and interesting looking movie from India. I have not got a chance to watch it yet, but one of my favorite movie creators, Straw Hat Goofy, has watched it and highly recommends it. So that's all I need 
to go wholeheartedly into that film. But this one, this one looks like an epic because we have this guy trying to fight for his uh, his people's freedom. And he's also robbing these bad guys that have imprisoned and enslaved his people. All the while, we have wonderful dance numbers. It looks so much fun. It looks so interesting. The fight choreography just from the trailer really, really caught my eye. I think that if this movie comes to one of the major streaming services, check this out. It looks wonderfully entertaining, and I actually really hope Netflix or Amazon or someone gets it so I can give this a shot. It has everything you'd expect from a big-budget-looking Indian film with a handsome male lead, a love story within, lots of dancing, action, heroics. It just looks good. Shamshara gets an 8 out of 11. Next up, we have a movie from HBO Max. It's a documentary called The Last Movie Stars. This follows a celebration of Joanne Woodward and Paul Newman's lives. So this is a documentary directed by Ethan Hawke, featuring transcribed interviews read by George Clooney and Laura Linney, and also featuring Zoe Kazan, Billy Crudup, Steve Zahn, Josh Hamilton, Bobby Cannavale, Sam Rockwell, and Brooks Ashmankas. So apparently, before he passed away, Paul Newman was going to do a documentary himself or write a book. I, I don't know uh, what the eventual purpose was, but they have tapes and tapes of interviews of Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward talking about their relationship and Hollywood. And for some reason, which we'll, we'll probably find out in the trailer, Paul Newman decided to burn all of them. So he took a can of gasoline to it, burned the shit out of them. They're gone. But guess what? All of the recordings, or most of them, or at least enough to make a documentary out of, were transcribed. So thus having George Clooney and Laura Linney reading them as Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward. Because remember, folks, Paul Newman isn't just a salad dressing guy. He was a very popular and well-loved actor. And I think this looks interesting. Will I watch it? Maybe. This could be a good rainy day documentary. Maybe watch a Paul Newman film. Maybe watch a Joanne Woodward film. And then watch this. It could make for a good themed night. But also, I could recommend this to my parents. They would not know how to use HBO Max, so my wife or I would have to help them with it. But they would probably like to watch that. So you too, maybe your parents know who Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward are, and it's worth a shot to tell them about this too. So yes, this looks interesting, and if you love old Hollywood, check this out, or if your parents do, have them check that out. The Last Movie Stars gets a 7 out of 11. Alright folks, three movies left, and let's talk about the last HBO Max movie called Father of the Bride. A father's coming to grips with his daughter's upcoming wedding through the prism of multiple relationships within a big, sprawling Cuban-American clan. This stars Andy Garcia from Ocean's Eleven, legendary musician Gloria Estefan, Adria Arjona from Good Omens, Isabella Merced from Dora the Explorer, and Diego Bonetta from Terminator Dark Fate. So yes, this is, uh, I'm actually not quite sure if it's a remake or a reboot, of the original from 1991 with Steve Martin, Diane Keaton, Martin Short, Kieran Culkin, B.D. Wong. Yes, I'm just reading from IMDb because beyond Steve Martin, Diane Keaton, and Martin Short, I can't remember any of these people. But it's a classic 90s 
family comedy. And I haven't rewatched it for a while, but if I remember right, it's pretty wholesome. Not much to cancel on this one. So I would feel 100% okay rewatching it. But this new one, I mean, it looks fine. It looks funny. It strikes me that the original Father of the Bride, even though I really like it and it has Steve Martin, who's one of my all-time favorites, it's not a real classic in the sense that you mention it to people and you have people going, oh God, I need to rewatch that movie. It's been forever. You'll get people go, I remember that. That's a good film. But it doesn't get that reaction like some true classics do. So I still wonder why this one got remade. It could be the fact that it's a good family movie and you can get a good cast for it. So really who this movie is for is for the family. But let's be honest, I'll probably watch this at some time. But if you want a good movie to watch this week with your family, this is it. There is a good teen rom-com coming out, but if you want a more general family movie, this is going to be it. This has a good cast. It's a proven story. We already know it's a good story. So no reason not to check this out if you're so inclined. Father of the Bride gets a 7.5 out of 11. So if this next part right here sounds a little weird, it's because I forgot to talk about this movie. Last episode, I told you that The Gray Man was getting a limited theatrical release, and I said I would talk about it instead this week, and I never did. So if this part sounds out of tune with the rest of it, that's why. So let's talk about The Gray Man. It came out limited release last week in theaters. May still be in some limited places, I don't know. Netflix this week. So let's talk about it. When the CIA's most skilled operative, whose true identity is known to none, accidentally uncovers dark agency secrets, a psychopathic former colleague puts a bounty on his head, setting off a global manhunt by international assassins. This stars Ryan Gosling from La La Land, Ana de Armas from Knives Out, Chris Evans from Captain America, Alfred Woodard from Star Trek First Contact, Jessica Henwick from Love and Monsters, Wagner Mora from Narcos, Reggae Jean Page from Bridgerton, and Billy Bob Thornton from Sling Blade. So this is a spy thriller brought to us from the Russo Brothers. The Russo Brothers, who has worked on quite a bit of the Marvel films, including uh, two Captain Americas, two in, uh, Avengers films, and they know good action movies. And this looks like a good action movie. But the trailer really didn't stand out to me. Not not so much. I think Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans look great in this. This is a good cast. It looks like a solid action movie, a solid spy thriller. But I don't see, at least from the trailer, how it's going to set itself apart from others. I bet you this is going to be a good one. You're going to watch it. You're going to enjoy it. But I think this is going to go the way of movies like Old Guard that Netflix did, which was good. I did enjoy Old Guard quite a bit. But I do have to think about it. Like, I do have to actively think about it. When someone asks me, hey, what's a good action movie? Or what's a good, fun, exhilarating movie? It's not going to be anywhere near the top of my list. It's not going to be something that jumps into my mind. If I then take a while and think about it, then I'll go, oh, yeah, that movie was pretty good. I liked The Old Guard. I liked The Gray Man. But from a service that you probably already have and let's be honest even if you're one of the people who got rid of netflix recently you probably still have some way to watch it so even then you already have access to this service why not give it a shot this is a good movie just to just to give a shot why not if you get the chance to see it on a big screen i mean 
maybe maybe if you're a big Russo Brothers fan, maybe if you really like Ryan Gosling, Anna de Armas, and Chris Evans, maybe. But this is a better movie, actually, to save for a rainy day. Uh, to save for a sick day, you're just not feeling that well, you don't want to have to think too much, you just want something entertaining and easy. This is that movie. It's good, but it's not great, and unfortunately it falls in that gray zone. The Gray Man gets a 7.5 out of 11. Alright, so now back to the show as it was originally recorded. So back to you, past Billiam. Alright folks, two movies left in the next movie, and the last one that's not the pick of the week is called Anything's Possible. This is an Amazon Prime original movie, a delightfully modern Gen Z coming-of-age story that follows Kelsa, a confident high school girl who is trans, as she navigates through senior year. This stars Eva Rain from some show called Sideways Smile, Renee Elisa Goldsberry from Hamilton, and Kelly Lamore Wilson from Freaky. So this looks really cute. It does. This looks like a cute teen romance movie with a little bit of comedy. So a very familiar idea, but it also has a bonus of having a character in it that is transgendered. So yay for inclusion and also has the benefit of being a movie that looks cute and interesting and fun because we love to support inclusion, but it's kind of hard if the movie doesn't also look good. This one does. It has characters that feel real and the story feels real too. And it does have one thing in the trailer that a lot of teen drama, teen romances have that I, I get, I get why it would happen in real life, but I don't like the fact that they put it in movies because I think it sets a, sets an unfortunate standard. When we have two friends, both of them like the same person, but the person chooses one of them and the other gets upset. And they get upset at their friend as if their friend somehow persuaded their mutual crush to choose them. It's like the person you like has feelings of their own, you know? But I get it. It's easy drama for a movie. It's easy drama and easy character growth when that friend realizes, oh, I'm, I'm being stupid and I need to shape up. Anything's Possible looks cute. I've said that a million times, but there's really nothing else I feel like I can say. It looks cute, it looks fun, it looks enjoyable, and it's on a streaming service you already have, so why not give it a shot? Anything's Possible gets a 7.5 out of 11. Alright folks, the pick of the week, if you know, you know, that movie is called Nope. So this is the only nationwide release of the week. And the residents of a lonely gulch in inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. This stars Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out, Kiki Palmer from Hustlers, Brandon Pera from the OA or the OA? I, I still don't know how to say it. Steven Yeun from Minari and Keith David from They Live. So we all know this is Jordan Peele's third movie. He did Get Out. He did Us. Both movies were really good. I have high hopes for this one, too. If you don't remember, let me remind you that Jordan Peele's movies are based off of his fears as a black man living in America. And as a white passing Asian, I can't even fathom his fears. And that's part of what makes the movie so interesting for me, seeing the dramatization, seeing these represented on screen in the form of a horror movie. So this movie has been kept under wraps for a good amount of time. Remember when the teaser dropped and it didn't really say much? And still, we know a little bit more 
but we still don't know a lot. We know that they're aliens. And, and if there's one thing I learned from TikTok, especially from black Latin American and native American creators, it's that if you hear something or if you see something and it's spooky, then no, you didn't, you did not see it. So I'm wondering if that's the way this is going, because we have these two people, Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer, and they think they see a UFO. And so they go about trying to get evidence of it. They get cameras hooked up to their house or their ranch or whatever, and they try and get proof of this. And then things start to get worse. More people start to get abducted. And that's just what I can tell from the trailers. Imagine what Jordan Peele hasn't even said yet. I think this movie looks like it's going to be really good. These are proven actors. Daniel Kaluuya is fantastic. I never did see Hustlers because I thought it was just an awful idea. I mean, even if they're creeps, you're still drugging people and robbing them like that. That come on, really? But she looks fantastic in the trailer. This is going to be a good film. But the question will be, how is it going to live up to his past two movies? With a movie like this, even though it's not a big blockbuster, even though it doesn't look like it's going to be big and flashy, it may be worth making a point to see it on the big screen just because, look, there are aliens in it. What if there's some huge, flashy scene that you need the big screen on and also it just looks good? And seeing a movie in the theater is a true experience. And I think if anyone can show you that, it's going to be Jordan Peele. I plan on seeing this and I hope you do too. Nope gets a nine out of 11. And with that, my friends, this is probably the shortest episode in a while. Right now, pre-editing, I'm at about 18 and a half minutes, so that's pretty damn good. So please remember, please remember to like the podcast and share the podcast. Word of mouth is a great way to grow. Be sure to rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I would love all the stars, please. And then if you do it on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review and then get in contact with me. Just drop a line, say hi, ask for a recommendation, or give me a recommendation. you find all the ways to contact me in the show notes in the link tree. Don't forget to check out the good friends of the show, the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast, and we're doing fine with Robbie and Lisa. And my future friends, please, please remember that no matter where life takes you, no matter what your week has in store, just take some time to catch a flick. I'm Billion from Somewhat Nerdy signing off, and I'll see you in the future. 